0: Welcome, everybody, to the 2 on 3 podcast, where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. You should follow us at 2on3pod on on Twitter, and you can email us at at 2on3pod.com. You know how much we love to hear from you. I'm Chris, and you can find me quickly approaching the half-century mark on this planet at CD Villasenor on Twitter. And Ty is not with me tonight, but I am welcoming a special guest, my friend and Copper King's bandmate, Phil Austin. Welcome, Phil. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Great speaking. Like I like how you put on the radio voice. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Thanks Chris. Ha- <laughs> oh, and, Phil, where can we find you uh, on social media?
1: You can, find, uh, you can find the old Copper Kings Twitter at uh, twitter.com forward slash copper kings, all one word. Uh, also, my abandoned Twitter uh, account, which is forward slash Austin one Phil, if somebody there. actually tweets at me, I might uh, I might resurrect it. I might hop back in there. <laughs> really? I need,
0: I need inspiration. All right. Well, we're going to definitely link at you uh, for this particular show. Now, uh, Phil and I have been playing music together for what? Maybe since 2005? Yeah. 2005, 2006. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, certainly more than a decade. And, um, and so this year is actually kind of a special year since it's not only my 50th, birthday in a few but, days in a few days but it's the exact same day as the album release which i don't think you did on purpose but it just Ooh. happens to be the exact same day as the the copper kings closing goodbyes uh release date which was 10 years ago amazing i know uh, so little quick sidebar <laughs> don't be an old guy in a band <laughs> don't be a 40 year old drummer like playing a bunch of shows and stuff because it's tiring and you have to stay out late
1: Hey, at least but, you don't have to uh, schlep your gear anymore. That's
0: true, true story. But the uh, but who knows? I mean, it's one of those deals where, you know, it is what it is. But uh, Phil had um, well, we were, we played a lot. We played quite a bit. We were playing a lot of original shows. Um, but then Phil adiosed himself off to California Jerk. for some odd reason. We don't even know. Uh, and and uh, but we did have a chance to uh, get together uh, a few weeks ago and play for your wife's birthday.
1: Yeah, 40th birthday party down uh, here near Folsom, uh, California, uh, in El Dorado Hills. We played the the backyard gig, and this was backyard gig 40th birthday party numero 2, I believe.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, because we played your we played your 40th a few years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, when we were living in uh, in Roseville,
0: in the uh, in the cul-de-sac.
1: Yes, <laughs> the cul-de-sac tour.
0: <laughs> I made the joke. I made the joke that no one has spent more time looking at your ass than I have. I love
1: that joke. I love that joke. <laughs> It kind of creeps me out. I kind of love it at the same time. Right? But any, think how anyone. I feel.
0: Think right. how I feel about it. Right? I mean, let's be honest. It's, it's like kept I'm me in the... shape. <laughs> yeah, you want to make sure it looks good for me when I show right. up to play these shows. But uh, but we don't get to play as often as we'd like to. But um, but here's what's funny. Like, when we were together, we didn't play as much as we liked. Yeah, that's, <laughs> we were, that's true, too. We were a little lazy. <laughs> but... Um, but that's okay. But anyway, so tonight we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna go down. We're gonna take a trip down memory lane and do the the oral history of um, the Copper Kings' hellos and goodbyes. Um, I wanted to in, in the second segment, we'll talk a little bit about songwriting, since right. I I think uh, um, I think you're an excellent songwriter. And then in segment three, we'll play a little game, which is something we like to do when we have guests on. It's funny because Ty and I never like have games with each other when we. When we, when we have our show, when it's just the two of us, but we get guests on and all of a sudden we want to play games nice. so. and, uh, we'll do dad joke of the week, which isn't part of the overtime Ty, uh, who chastised me the other week and then the overtime. So, um, anyway, let's jump into it. Segment number one. Now we started playing together, like I said, 20, 2005, 2006. And uh, it just started out as a kind of a, just a a thing. Like I hadn't played drums in years and years Mm -hmm. and uh, we were working together and, and, and Phil's like, Hey, I'm playing some guitar. You want to come over and jam a little bit?
1: Yeah. I think you were literally the only musician I knew at, at my age. There were friends of my dad's and that was about it. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The fact that you'd touched a drum kit once in your life was awesome
0: yeah yeah and i hadn't like i said i hadn't played in years and it was uh and so i, I was sort of intrigued i was like okay you had you had maybe the world's worst drum kit except oh, yeah. for maybe the drum kit that i learned on the, the drum kit that i learned on was not much of an upgrade from actual cardboard boxes mm. yeah but yeah but the but the drum kit you had was were, were like slightly like maybe like slightly worse than pots and pans.
1: Yeah, it, I mean it was banging on metal garbage cans. Basically.
0: <laughs> the, the fat Albert garbert, the fat Albert uh, drum kit. Yeah, it was terrible. It
1: was. But terrible. it was, it 199 was a one ninety nine special at
0: Guitar Center. But it was it was enough to it was enough to sort of wet my appetite to get to start doing it again. And uh, and then we pulled together some people, including Ty, because we were working with Ty at the time. Mm-hmm. So we we we, uh, we sort of, we said we we got him to come play bass with us and then and then we had the most like sort of hilarious um how would you call it It was like uh, the you know the the spinal tap drummer version of lead guitarist
2: oh yes. <laughs> yeah we, why we
0: are had, lead why are lead guitarists so impossible
1: I, I don't know but we had a we had a turnstile of him. For, we had a, a
0: good we, while there we had a good we got a good handful of people yeah that uh that that you know and again good you know i think we have actually some pretty some good players great players Absolutely. Yeah. and uh and then uh and hunky tony remember hunky tony Hunky
1: tony this guy played with a quarter <laughs> he, he had going. a bit
0: of a heavy touch <laughs> a little bit but, heavy but he, but he was hunky
1: he was, he was Hunky Tony. Yeah. We even, we, we started to write a song about Hunky Tony. And, yeah, we did. <laughs> I'd have to rack the brain there. I can't remember it, but uh, he was, he was amazing. I mean, you, he would, you'd sit him down and say, Hey man, let's, let's jam out with something, you know, chill. And he'd sit there and play dust in the wind. Like he's Zach wild. The guy was, I mean, about as heavy a hitter as you can be.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, but he was hunky. He was hockey. And then we had, uh, and then, uh, and so we started a little bit of a, we started a party band.
2: Yeah.
1: Essentially. Cover bands, I mean, we're all good bands, I think, start, right?
0: Yeah, well, some, I guess some. But, uh, I mean, that's the, uh, um, but then, you know, and again, it just sort of became this thing. And then, and then we started playing, um, and then we just started playing some shows. Yeah. Those early shows are pretty riotous.
1: Oh, they were great. I still have, <laughs> I have pictures from the, uh, the one on, the, on the, the Queen City Yacht Club at the uh, north end of, if it's still there, at the north end of Lake Union uh, on the water. Christmas show or something. Everybody just drunk out of their minds. <laughs> the one-armed man that <laughs> fell into the mic stand. <laughs> that, was, that was show numero uno. That was a, yeah. it was a good time.
0: And so we were just out there playing covers and just kind of having a good time. Yeah. But but at some point and and should we should we dive into the reason that you know that that you know your life got flipped turned upside down? Yeah, because Hello's well, and Goodbyes is really closing goodbyes is really like about this. And we might get into this in the seg- into the second segment about songwriting, but things changed for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would say even before that. So, if you remember, we we started the the at work band action item uh, based, on, <laughs> based on our mutual this, uh, or hatred of corporate speak, right, uh, and I think we, we did a, we did a version of "Learning to Fly by the Foo Fighters. Uh, we recorded it for some, some company event. Uh, oh really? I don't remember what it was. I still have it. I should, uh, I should break it out. Um, and you absolutely uh, should break that out. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I'm sure, it was great. Oh, yeah, you can you can link that. I'll, I'll post it. You can link into the show notes. Oh, brutal. But uh, yeah, it'll be awesome. Uh, and then I think we, we had a brief uh, another flip of lead guitarist. And then we briefly went. To, I think we played one or two shows as newly single uh, alluding
0: to the event. That's right. The event was that Rob? Was that Rob? That was Rob. Rob's a good player. He's a great player. I like Rob. I like Rob. Rob, Rob, was, Rob had a very nice feel for melody. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, and it, I think it, it, it came through a lot. and I think it sort of carried over. Yeah. Um, once we started doing hellos and goodbyes.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we took inspiration from some of the parts that he did, you know, mm-hmm. and and wove that into whoever the players were at the time. And uh, you know, I played a lot of those parts on the album. And and uh, Max Keen, who recorded the album, also, uh, uh, he ended up uh, sort of drawing from some of those early recordings as well.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you have have you heard Bax's latest song? His Yeah, Spotify? the one that, uh
1: I you know I actually heard it. He sent it to me over a year ago. Yeah. And uh and then, it's, you know, he had posted It's really good. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. really
0: good. He, all his stuff is great. I know. He's he's, 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 he's so
1: goddamn good.
0: He's he's really talented. Um <laughs> yeah, he is. You guys used to do those uh those songwriting things. What was it called? The, yeah, 20, the 20 song, song challenge t- 10 songs, 20? 20
1: song Well, so nobody makes it to 20 songs, but the idea is that you lock yourself in a room for 12 hours. You, you plan ahead, you buy chips and Oreos, whatever you need to stick yourself in a room with an instrument and a notepad for 12 hours. And you write as many songs as you can, soup to nuts, front to back. You go in with no preconceived material. Mm-hmm. Um, lyrics, uh, song structure, chords, you record it. And then at the end of the day, with as many possible songs, fully completed songs as you have, you get together with the other members of uh, of the game that are doing the same thing at their house. Get together at one of the guy's house and you play the songs uh, for each other at the end of the day, and kind of uh, you know comment on them. And uh, it's it's just a great way to sort of write the critic out of the way. It was a lot yeah. of fun.
0: Yeah, we'll get we'll get back to that. But the um, but as far as um, so again back to back to closing buys like so. Things things change in your life. A long time yeah. relation, a long time relationship, pretty much fell apart.
1: Yep, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, and, shit the and, bed.
0: <laughs> and from that, it? yeah, sure you can. You say all whatever right. you want. You know, curse all you want. All right. Cough, balls, whatever. You don't have to celebrate it. <laughs> you don't have to celebrate it. <laughs> but the uh, but um, but yeah, from born from that heartbreak. I mean, there was just a lot of there was just a lot of a lot of stuff came.
2: came yeah.
1: Out. Yeah, there were. So 2007, I I had decided in July of 2006 that I'm like done with IT. I want to write an album. By the way, what do you do now? Uh, I'm IT. It's closer to (laughs) software development now. (laughs) I'm, I'm much just, happier. Trust I'm me. Just, shit, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my god. All right. It. I'd shoot myself in the head still. Uh, but yeah, decided I was done. Um, saved up a bunch of cash. Took the entirety of 2007 off to do nothing but write music. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. It was literally was... December like 21st or something before Christmas, and didn't go back to work until uh, January 7th or something in 2008.
0: That was uh, I had forgotten you had taken that whole yeah, year off.
1: Whole year. That's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. But as you alluded to about uh, halfway through that, uh, the uh, the girl that I was living with at the time, long time relationship, that ended in not a great way, but great way for an album.
0: I'm, yeah, that's what I'm saying it's uh, yeah, a lot of material. At least came you out didn't. At least you didn't. You know. At least you didn't waste the opportunity. Right. It became this. It became yeah. this thing that that launched. You know that launched the songs. Yeah, definitely.
1: A good number of those came out of came out of that. So those were the those were the, uh, the good for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. And they um and then you know that I I was listening to that you know that album comes up on my on my Apple favorites mix. Nice. So it'll get mixed in with it'll be like oh hey it's the Copper Kings, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, but um, disarray was our big hit. Yeah, yeah, huge. In fact, it was funny because for being like. This, you could either say we were a high-functioning garage band, because I think I think it's probably (laughs) yeah yeah a uh, well-funded
1: high-functioning garage band. Well,
0: you know, again, again, kids out there (laughs) listening right now, you know, you you can deal with your crappy instruments and stuff like that when you're a teenager, and you can make up for it with energy and angst or whatever. But when you get older. save up your nickels and buy some really nice equipment buy good equipment life is (laughs) too short
1: for crappy equipment
0: because you will sound great
1: yep and it will make you want to play that's the difference i mean (laughs) not to get too serious but i you know played with a squire i think when you and i got together with my you know crappy drum set and you know you just don't want to sit down and and run scales on it and play a song no you pick up a you know an american strat Mm -hmm. with some years on it and in good shape, or you know, a classic Les Paul, like a one I got behind me. You want to sit down? You want to play it? It feels good. It sounds good. It makes right. a huge difference.
0: No, it's a huge difference. And and one of my favorite things to do all the time was when we played shows with like younger bands. I would let the I would let the I would let the that kid play my kit. Oh and yeah. be like, yeah. and then backline
1: your drums. That's right.
0: Yeah. And then we just yeah we just leave them up. I said, oh yeah, you just go ahead and play them. And I'd be like <laughs> a kid. would Be like what? It's like no one wants to hear your shit box. Yeah, I don't hear it. I don't want to hear it. You don't want to hear it. The people here don't want to hear it. We're playing last, so just I'll just set up my kit. Just go for it. Just do it's it. like yeah. you're not going to hit them harder than I hit them. So <laughs> just go go buck wild. Just have a good time, right? And then their band like never probably never sounded better. Right. Yeah. Definitely. You know? But uh, but then uh, yeah. So disarray actually hilariously gets picked up for promotion. mm Hmm. And gets played nationwide.
1: It did. I my my claim to fame here was was being at Whole Foods one day, and I'm in the salsa aisle, like shopping <laughs> for salsa, and I'm just something caught my ear, and I'm like, I know, I know that drum beat. What the hell is that? And then you know, the the world stopped. I'm like, holy crap, that's that's disarray. And I, my first thought is somebody I know works here and is messing with me like playing <laughs> with it over the PA what's Screw, going on
0: like screwing around with you
1: yeah and then it ends and like Santana comes on next or something and I was like what the hell's going Man. on and I asked an employee and he said yeah that's just that's the nationwide uh you know set that Whole Foods plays it's they part pipe, of the, they part of the stream
0: they pipe that to every Whole Foods in <laughs> America like yeah. we got played on a, on the regular it did, and multiple is, retail,
1: uh, too, as I recall.
0: Which is stupid. I still have the Ferrari from all the residuals that yeah, we get was, for that.
1: It's amazing. The gift it keeps on giving.
0: Oh, that's our timer. I have this new agey timer. It's seal. There it is, see? All oh, nice. Right. <laughs> we don't know what's going on with that. Oh, wow! Oh, I can't turn it off. I'm so terrible with the, I'm terrible at the timer, but anyway, um, <laughs> we can continue on, but yeah. So, so it is the 10th year anniversary of hello's and goodbyes. Um, we did get played on nationally, which was pretty funny cause independent radio actually still have a copy of the, the, we used to get these things in email. Remember they had the, us chart the chart.
2: Yeah. Yeah. definitely. So, be,
0: so we were charting on independent radio Yeah, <laughs> and then we'd be like above Bon Jovi. Which is which was the best? I mean, I, I have to dig those up because you should send them to me. Though, oh them. my god, those were they're tremendous. I mean, they're just, they're so funny. Oh yeah, definitely. because it's just like all these things, it's like oh number thirty eight, copper, the Copper Kings, disarray. Like, how the hell are we on this chart? I I don't I understand how this works, but we were. Uh, this is a joke he always makes. Like, we're huge in Marshall, Minnesota, Wheatland, we,
1: Wyoming. We,
0: <laughs> And all these hilarious places where we were getting played. Like yeah, I think that, we got
1: played in Germany for a while there too.
0: Yeah, Picked yeah. Up. And maybe if you, that would be your dream to track like over Hasselhoff.
1: Oh over yeah, Germany. That would uh, be that. open for. It's like a. It'd be a dream. Yeah.
0: Yes, that would be it. But anyway, it's the tenth anniversary of "Hellos and Goodbyes." You can still find it on iTunes if you're a, an iTunes music subscriber, or Spotify. If you're a,
1: it's Spotify,
0: out it's out there. So if you if you've never listened to it or haven't listened to it in a good long while, um, I you know I think it holds up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do wish for lush, more lush production, but I it's just it's just I mean it's just what we had at the time, and yeah, I think for sure. and I think and I think Max did a tremendous job producing the record. I think he did. He did.
1: He did. I mean we could we could rat hole on this for sure. A a lot got lost in the third party mixing that we had done that uh, was only semi repairable in mastering. mm. Uh, And and a lot of the songs actually 11th hour or two or three of the songs at the 11th hour were they were so bad we remixed them ourselves. Uh, the, you know, the, the mixing job that we have done by the third party, we ended up mixing them ourselves like right before going to mastering. Uh, and it turned out the guy that mastered it, who also does all of, and I can't remember his name. It's over, um, God, it's over off. of. Well, it doesn't matter. Anyway, he does all the, uh, mastering for Pearl jam, uh, and a lot of their live gigs. Uh, he said, uh, we asked him you know what what were the best songs on the album you know in terms of mixing and he said oh hands down these two or three and they were the ones Max and I mixed we <laughs> like, remixed at the last minute yeah so, you, so, I agree so with you.
0: yeah should have done should have done that to start huh
1: yeah for sure
0: anyway anyway look it up if you haven't heard it um it's pretty funny it's pretty fun that we that we put something down and that it exists in the world i mean yeah. i think that's yeah, the most that's satisfying part I agree. It's I agree. sort of like you just, we just, you know, we did something, we put it out there, and then we played behind it for, uh, you know, for a lot of years. Yeah, definitely. It's funny. All this, we used to host those shows. Like, so the way we used to do it was like we would just host what, two or three shows a year? Cause no one wants to come see your buddy's band like every three weeks, right? Like, no one wants to do that. No. So we would, we would host a show and then we'd invite some bands to play with us and then we would promote the show. Right. And then, a few weeks later, somebody else would host a show. They would promote the show. We'd play for that. We'd play. We'd play the under. We'd open for them. Yeah, and that was actually that actually worked really well.
1: Kind of had a group of bands, you know, usual suspects that we'd run into at, at a yeah. lot of those shows for those yeah. reasons. Yeah, it was like a
0: half a dozen bands that we would just yeah. sort of jump in with and jump out of. Um, and then we played the Battle of the Bands at the Hard Rock.
1: Yes, we did. Yeah,
0: I thought we were pretty good that night. Although we, we were, weren't, we lost. We weren't yeah, we we, lost, were,
1: we came in second place to a, a, a to really night argent night argent. argent.
0: Hey, they were, they were great. They were amazing.
1: Those guys they, rolled in. We thought we had good equipment. <laughs> Those guys rolled in with. I mean, you could have set up a stadium with what they rolled in with.
0: I got a goddamn kiss concert up here. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had like at least fifty thousand dollars worth of equipment. They had it this was nuts. They had their sequencing rack was stupid.
1: Yeah, they had two mini fridges up there just full of gear. That was amazing. Yeah.
0: And they sounded great. Oh, they were fantastic. I think they, I think they tried to make it for a long time. I, I used to follow them a little bit yeah. on social media. Yeah. But I don't know. They never quite got there. Yeah. But they they, they were close, though. They were really close. They were... Uh, anyway. All right. Segment number two. So... We talked earlier a little bit about how the, like your life changed. And it sort of opened the door to some songwriting. And songwriting's always been really interesting to me because i've never been very good at it i'm i think i'm a little too literal like i'm I'm a little too close to my 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 uh reference i'm too referential Hmm. so what i'll do is like i would write something i say that's pretty good oh i know where i stole that from (laughs) then i would just kind of get pissed about it and then i just wouldn't you know i would i was always better sort of maybe adding on ideas to other people's ideas but but what are your thoughts about songwriting like where does it start for you because i because i think you're a really talented songwriter yeah, I
1: appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I, definitely. I think I suffer from the same thing in terms of, you know, it tending to be a little bit too literal, um, you know, so you, you kind of have to step back and make it a little a uh, little more abstract, a little more artsy. The the best piece of advice, and I've told this over and over to other, you know, musicians or aspiring musicians, uh, best piece of advice I ever got came from my dad. And he said, he said, if you want to write a good song, you better not be anywhere near an instrument. And it was just kind of one of those such, such counterintuitive things. And he was totally right. The, the minute that, uh, particularly for me for piano, the reason I picked up guitar is that I ended up getting into so many ruts with piano, playing kind of the same things the same way over and over. Uh, but if you step away from that, you're not, you're not bound by those, those you know common finger patterns that you do over and over or those mm-hmm. chord progressions that you do over and over. Um, You know, so going on a walk, taking a notebook, recording on your phone, whatever it is, was the best piece of advice I ever had.
0: So you would just start like humming tunes and just sort of like, oh that, and it would just catch you and you're like, oh that seems that's pretty good. Let me let me see if I can capture that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and you write it down and you know the best the best thing you could do too if you have a good idea for me anyway was just to not let it go, not go. You know I'll come back to that because if you you've missed it the the minute you do that you missed it.
0: Yeah, because like ten minutes later you're like, oh what the hell was I doing again? Yeah,
1: or like what was the inspirational thread behind those you know seven words I wrote down or that you know uh that one chord progression what where was i going with that you sort of lose all the context around it mm-hmm. um, so you just try
0: to so you're just trying to capture as much of it as you can like when it's like oh the second it sparks you and it like strikes you as like a decent idea
1: yeah you just run with it
0: you're just like you're just trying to capture as much as you can in that moment
1: yeah do you remember so at the at the very last song of hellos and goodbyes is um is uh uh, uh forever someone else that song it's it's a mm-hmm. bit you know it's semi complex is kind of a story uh that there's there's some interesting uh progressions in it there's kind of an interesting arpeggio on on uh, the acoustic it it kind of goes in some unexpected ways uh and I would say it's one of the most nuanced songs on the album and I wrote that in an hour I was like walking Green Lake and by the time I was done walking Green Lake the whole thing was done yeah I and think. that yeah I mean that that's one of those times where you know you had nothing to do with it it was mm-hmm. just you know, barfed into your head yeah, uh, from the ether. Uh, so, I mean, you just kind of have to be open to it. And it, that was one of the things I knew that I needed to take a year off for because, you know, if you get an hour at the end of the day, it's just you're, you're not going to be, especially spending a whole day, you know, thinking in your whatever it is, your logical brain. Sure. You know, trying to jump over to the, you know, the artistic brain for an hour at the end of your day when you're exhausted. It's just not going to happen. So for me, I, I knew I needed to take a year off to do that.
0: Yeah, that's uh, the. Uh, I just needed to take a year off to like play PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was do. the year before. <laughs> God, God I, I missed like fun employment. I've had I've had some good stretches of fun employment in my life, and uh, I and I treasure those. I treasure those days. But the uh, but yeah, so forever someone else is a really good song. Dude, I don't. It's one of those songs that we maybe never played live. Did yeah, we ever I mean, play it live? I don't know. Maybe I don't think we ever did.
1: Yeah, it's just one. Of, it's not like a. It's not like a party rocking song. No, uh, that's true. It's, it's Sort of nuanced. It kind of, you know, it kind of
0: drones on <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it drones on, but for, I think that for the sake yeah. of telling a story. Yeah, for the I think yeah, like in a bar situation or you know in a in a forty minute set situation where you know you've got to get. You've got to get people sort of up, and then you can come down for one song and right. then t- and then and then then you gotta finish up. Right. Right? So if, <laughs> if it's if it's six songs or it's you know it's six songs, it's three up, one down, two up. Yep. Good night. Yep. <laughs>
1: good night. And, and the down Austin, can't Texas. be the down can't be seven minutes long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. But that's the uh so yeah, and so I always think about those people who you know, because I like all kinds of songs, right? Like all kinds of songs get written. I mean, sometimes you get really serious and deep songs, and sometimes you get, you know, sort of that dumb Mindical party song. Or, yeah. Like you know, one of my favorite songs is like Andrew WK's "Party Hard." <laughs> I think I think "Party Hard" is such a great song. It's <laughs> it's amazing, and it just, you know, we all want to party, party, we, party we hard. Do. We do. That's it. Yeah, but it's it's. Ge- I think it's a genius. I think it's a genius track, um, and then uh, sort of that the sort of the production of it. I mean, like you guys. I mean, for the most part, you just basically basically just you know, shut ourselves in for the longest time. I, th- I think about I think about something like disarray, not in the same magnitude <laughs> as something like Born to Run, but right. I always have this hilarious thought: like, how many times have we played disarray?
1: Oh my god! I mean, a million. I can't. Right. A you million. Know. Yeah. Since it, we
0: wrote it in, it, since it was written in like 2007, because it was one of the first songs, mm-hmm. right, that we worked on as an original. It was, yeah. It was the first it's one to be a cover set. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and you know, we played it what in the writing process and the sort of thing, and the practice process and the show process. We played it every time we've gotten together since 2000. It's every every practice that we've played since 2000. Eight, seven, mm-hmm. 2007, we've played Disarray.
1: Yep. Every show, it, every casual musical get together. I mean, we've
0: played it every time. Hundreds. hundreds and then I always <laughs> I always have this funny feeling about Born to Rut. Oh, yeah. Like, how many times has Bruce Springsteen played Born to Rut? Oh, like, Satisfaction. Could you, how many times could you, has that been? Oh, my God. <laughs> how many times have the Stones played Satisfaction?
1: I mean, incalculable.
0: See, this is, I have this thing I call the, I, this, this sort of theory that I like. It's the afterlife database where you can find oh, yeah. these things out. Like when you yeah. croak, you get access to the yeah. all the good parts and bad parts of the We've da- talked There's, about you, this, yeah. Yes, you can use it for good. You can use it for evil, right? Mm-hmm. But it's all in there. I need to know how many times Bruce Jakes played Born to Run.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Two million times? I, don't, I, I, I can't even imagine. It I can't even imagine. And he's not done. He, and and if you watch, if you watch anything he's done in the last two or three years, every time he plays it, it's still he's still just he's still just pouring it out.
1: Yep, happy like, to just be there doing it.
0: Yeah, and it's awesome. pas- passionately doing mm-hmm. it, which which I think is the fun thing. You know, so when we played and we when we you know I, we showed up, we practiced the songs, and when we practiced the songs. I feel like you know what, I, I have energy to put into this. I yeah. really, st- I still, I still really love the uh, the Copper King set. I, love, I still love playing it.
1: It's good times. And there's so many, so many songs that we hadn't recorded yet, too, that, that we love playing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That so the, the the next chapter of the Copper Kings is gonna is gonna be obviously much trickier. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but we have songs. We do. We, we have, have a whole, whole like, album full of songs. Yeah, we have at least half a dozen songs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We just need to figure out I mean, we have to embrace some technology here and just gotta get this whole thing figured out. Like how are we gonna how are we gonna get these songs? onto something i'm basically going to fake it. i'm just going to find the best comp- i'm just going to buy the best computer drum modeling <laughs> software and i'm just gonna, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna i'm gonna send my tracks in with that people will love it i mean yeah you've heard chinese democracy right
2: <laughs> I, have, yes, I have yeah
0: that's a computer there you and, go. and that was how many years ago i mean right. that was i mean that was forever ago i mean the drum techno, the computer drum technology is probably super amazing now i can God, probably produce Every- you that
1: AI's taking over, man. Everybody's getting everybody's getting replaced. Getting I'll play automated. the live
0: shows, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm submitting all my tracks via by, via expensive software. Right? I mean, I yeah. mean, it's not gonna I'm, you're not gonna be able to produce anything better than that. Like, unless we like <laughs> so rent out a castle, right? <laughs> we could rent out a castle in Ireland for a summer and maybe yeah. like set up everything in there and like, you know. But how much would that suck? You know. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> honey. Uh, Phil and I and the guys—we're gonna go to Ireland for the summer. We rented a castle. <laughs> we're gonna record a record in this farmhouse. It'll be like Ten Summoner's Tales. It'll be like it'll be like Sting. Like he rents out that they have that like farmhouse and they just have Definitely. everybody like playing in the living room.
2: Yeah,
1: just bringing yeah. musicians in, session yeah. musicians for various yeah. things, just jamming for like
0: a month. Right? Yeah, and then we'll just and then we'll then we'll lay down the album. And it'll just take the whole summer. Yeah, there you go. Let's call it a plan.
1: I'm down any day. You
0: name it. <laughs> we have to, have to take a year off of work again. I'm <laughs> the gonna. The family have to, will
1: will totally like, go for it.
0: They'll be totally fine. They'll with be fine. It. I'm sure. The um, but uh, yeah. So yeah. So like we do. We have a handful of good songs. Um, we're just trying to figure out, you know, exactly uh, what's going to happen with that. But we'll get it figured out. I know, I know us. We, it, we don't work fast. No, no. <laughs>
1: We've never been accused of working fast.
0: <laughs> but, you know, you figure 10 years, 12 years, 13 years is yeah. probably, you know, enough between albums. That, yeah, like people, we're, on, pe- we're on like people,
1: the Peter Gabriel track, right? People, I mean, if you drop an album every 5, 10 years.
0: People might be ready, like, for the next thing. Yeah. Anyway, timer's about to go off. I'm going to intercept it. Boom, and we're going to go on to segment number three. Okay. <laughs> woo. You don't woo during second, segment number three. That's <laughs> later, Phil. All right. Uh, a little game. So I like to make up these little games. And uh, this game this week is called On the Record. So I asked Phil for some, uh, some uh, artists that he likes. So I'm going to give you one of the records. And you're going to try to name as many tracks off that record. Oh, you're killing me. As you I'm possibly so can. You are? So bad at this. This is this this first one will be easy. You know, I'm, I'll play along with you, and we'll see if we can uh, figure these some of these out together. Okay, oh my God, terrible. All days. right, <laughs> play along at home. I know how everyone loves to play along at home with these games. But our first one is the police and its synchronicity. Now, now I know can, for a can fact... I start. <laughs> 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 Did I get one on the board? These these uh, you can get two on the board, probably, <laughs> considering two easy ones. Um I'm I'll play along here. Okay, go ahead. I'll let you have the I'm version.
1: gonna go with synchronicity.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with synchronicity two. Oh
1: nice. <laughs> the remix. The re-
0: It's not it's a whole different song. It's true. Synchronicity and synchronicity two are a complete are two completely different songs.
1: Alright, so uh is is wrapped around your finger on that one.
0: Wrapped around your finger, I believe, is on that one. This okay. is a lot of hit. This is like this is this is the this is the police album, right? Mm-hmm. For for this most is the red, people. white, and blue album, right? Uh, yeah, exactly. And I know, hey, the serious police fans can like lay a off reasonable. like we're not gonna do Zanyata Mendada on the show. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. We're gonna do synchronicity. Uh every breath you take. Oh, nice, nice. Obviously, go with the big hit. Um <sighs> walking on um, the moon? That, that, no, or was no, that no, earlier? No, no, no. no, no. Uh, let's see. What did you say? Did, did you say King of Pain? You said no. wrap around your finger. I
1: said wrapped around your finger. King of
0: Pain. King of Pain. Um That's it. I don't really know. That's a, that actually pretty good. Let me look, let's look here. Let me all right, Spotify says. Spotify says Synchronicity 1. <laughs> walking in your footsteps.
1: Walking in your footsteps, that's what it is.
0: Uh, oh my god. Mother, not the Danzig mother. Mm. Miss Miss Gradenko. No idea. Mm. It's only two minutes in length. Synchronicity 2. Stack like lemmings into tiny metal boxes. Uh, Every Breath You Take, King of Pain, wrapped around your finger. Tea in the Sahara? Mm. No idea. And Murder by Numbers. Murder by Numbers is on this thing? Yeah, yeah. Huh. Good one. The, uh, yeah, I think you did pretty well. I think we did pretty well there. And this is gonna be a hard game. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm regretting um, my choices. Really, I'm, I'm just gonna throw a different one in here. I'm gonna throw in uh, Tom Petty. Uh, Damn the torpedoes! <laughs> Isn't that his most famous one? Do you wanna do? You, could you want? Can you grab it? You want to grab a different one? Full Moon Fever. Full Moon Fever. Okay, let's go with Full Moon Fever. You feel, you feel, you're feeling good about Full Moon Fever? Full Moon Fever has
1: um, Learning to Fly on it. hmm. It has what else on it? Free Fallen. Uh, free Fallen on falling. that? One? Free Fallen. That's what I was thinking. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. It doesn't a, have Learning a, to Fly. It has a Free
0: Fallen. This is a good record. This is a non Heartbreakers record.
1: Yeah, it was an awesome record. Um, let's see on that? The, uh, won't back Zombie down. Zombie zoo.
0: <laughs> Zombie zoo.
2: Isn't that on there? <laughs> Why don't, well, I don't to check this.
0: <laughs> I'm not a Tom Petty super fan. I mean, I like Tom Petty, uh-huh. but I thought maybe like, but you know, this is the, this is the, this is the Tom Petty record for, I have to click. I'm going to click into this one. Okay. Cause I don't really know. Uh, let's see. Free fallen. Free fallen. Won't back down. Won't back
1: down. Yes. Oh, wait, no, Runnin- no, uh, uh running
0: running down a dream running down the dream yeah zombie zoo is on what? this record <laughs> i have no idea what even zombie zoo even sounds like
1: it's a, it's a hilarious song
0: <laughs> that's funny uh let's see you're so bad yeah wasn't that a hit
1: you're so bad best thing i ever had yeah gotta do it in a tom petty voice
0: yeah. Late great the late great Tom Pitt. This is this is definitely in the middle of his uh um wilbury stage because mm-hmm. if you look at it, it's Swear. like Th- that it's was like, probably a like, gateway drug to, to,
2: <laughs> to wilbury.
0: like they all play on this. It's like Jeff Lynn's play on George Harrison, uh, Orbison's on this record. It's like somebody get me a somebody get me a Wilbury. Me a wilbury. <laughs> Are the all the Wilburys dead? Ooh. Except Jeff Lynn's w- alive. Dylan's alive.
1: Dylan's alive.
0: I think the rest of them are dead though. Yep. Roy. Huh. Who's going to be the last of the willberries? Hmm. You can we,
2: album. Can, we, can we can we
0: can we can we uh can we do this? Uh, can we do the uh can we do the uh you want to handicap the willberries? who's left of the willberries? <laughs> Jeff Lynn or uh Jeff Lynn or um uh Jeff Lynn or, uh I guess it would be uh Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. I'm going to go with Bob Dylan. you think he's going to live? He's gonna he can outlive Jeff he'll Lynn. He'll
1: be the last man
2: standing.
0: <laughs> Let's see here. Wow, that's a that's a uh, that's a bold prediction, man. <laughs> All right, let's see. Fountains of Wayne. We both okay. love Fountains of Wayne. Um do you wanna do Welcome Interstate Managers or do you want to do um I think Interstate Managers I have the best shot at.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh I'm gonna yeah. Obviously okay. Stacy's mom. Right.
0: Cause it's like it opens with Mexican wine. Uh huh. Mexican wine. That's right. Uh huh. Bright future in sales. Uh huh. Stacy's mom. I've listened to this record like a thousand times. Oh, this cause is it's like so, this good. Is good. Good. It's so good. It's so good. So good. When we saw them, where did we see them at?
1: We saw um, them at. Um, what is the name of that club? It's on Pneumos. Capitol Hill. Numos. Numos. Yes.
0: Man, they were good. That was. Oh, they were stupid good. good. Um, Valley Winter song. Hmm. Hey, Julie. Oh man, you're killing me here. Um, <clears throat> uh, oh, uh, uh, what's the
1: uh, Red Dragon tattoos? Not on that one. No, that's, that's on. on
0: uh, that's in the other. That's on the other record. Oh, uh, that's on a different record. Um, Hack and Sack. Ooh, yes. All right, I'm gonna click into it. Such a good album. Hey, I did pretty well. Yeah, you did. Mexican wine, bright Future and sales, Stacey's mom, Hack and Sack. No better place. No better place. Yeah, Valley Winter song. All kinds of time. Little red light. Hey, Julie. Haley's waitress. Like <laughs> that song. Haley's waitress. Hung up on you. Fire Island. Peace and love. Bought for a song. Super Collider. Yours and mine. Elevator up. That is a really good record.
1: It's such a
2: good record. I think if you if Fronts you've never back.
0: listened to some if you've never listened to some Fountains of Wayne, I think uh, I think that's the record you should try on for size. If you like it, then uh, then great. Um, Copper King slows and goodbyes
2: all right <laughs> oh, <this Wow>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've put I've put you on the spot. I are stuck you this feeling
1: up. all right <laughs> uh, disarray one more time with feeling forever someone else. I know what I'm getting into. Turn away uh what am I missing? Let's see oh um uh am i too late uh the uh the the song that we turned into the outfield january 1 (laughs) do you remember that remember the yeah the the outfield ending
0: that i like that song we never played we never played it the only time we yeah though i think the one time we played it we turned into that we had the the outfield ending which was awesome
1: (laughs) that was great
0: yeah young people in the crowd didn't get it but it was fine
1: but it, it meant something to us, so it's really what matters at the end of the day, <laughs> right? Right. In, in, in
0: 2012, if you can reference uh, records from 1986, um, yeah, people really appreciate oh, yeah. that. Yeah, it's perfect. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing one or two. You are. You're missing. You're missing one of our one of our better our better numbers. One of our better numbers. Yeah. Oh, empty-handed.
1: Empty-handed. We end a show pretty we much. We always every time end the show. We
0: always end the show with empty-handed. And
1: Chris's twenty-five-foot stick flip. That's
0: that's that's why we end with that song, yeah, by the way. I know. Because because I can play that whole last part of the outro while spinning a stick. Yes. Like in between all the beats, <laughs> and then the big stick toss, and then the huge rock ending. Yes. It's, oh, it's the best. I love that. Um. um
1: I don't remember. <laughs> There's one more here, huh?
0: Well, at least one more what am I missing best laid plants oh yeah BLP yeah yeah because you don't know what is BLP right <laughs> and because you're such a since I know you're a big fan we're gonna end on this one um Billy Joel which one which two what do you think you can what do you think you get Man, I mean, gonna, I kind
1: of know. Unfortunately, Billy Joel through a lot of like greatest hits. Kind I of know stuff. that's that's the
0: hardest part um, about Billy Joel. That's I was thinking about this one earlier. I was like, you know, it's like, do I do I really could I really do a lot of? How about if you could name? How about try to name as many Billy Joel albums <laughs> as you can? Ooh,
1: okay. The Stranger, yes. Last Houses, yes. Um, let me think. Uh There's the millennium album i think that was that was a live album the millennium album yeah that's
0: the that's the backstreet boys Phil.
1: oh there's that too yeah <laughs> uh no what uh the
0: millennium album oh the yeah, one with the
1: uh, in the middle of the night on it what the hell's the name of that one
0: in the middle the, of the night
1: yeah i hate that song know, river dreams he, he hates that song
0: over everybody hates that song, <laughs> but yeah, he plays it, but he plays it anyway <laughs> because people uh, yeah, you know what here's my underrated here's my underrated uh Billy Joel song, which I like and um and funny because it's not um it's not a piano song,
1: Oh, the entertainer
0: no, 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 um everybody likes the entertainer because he you know because he gets to lay all kinds of girls
1: Oh, there's that um
0: yeah, yeah matter trust, oh, that's a good song
1: that's I know, no piano,
0: I, huh. There's no piano. He doesn't play the piano on that. Hmm. There's like none. Well, there's there's probably some piano in it, but it's not a feature piano thing. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I changed the game on you. But his first record was released in 1971. Cold Spring Harbor. Do we know oh. any songs off of Cold Spring Harbor? It's his debut record. Oh, She's Got Away is on that. By uh, the way, by the way, the live version of She's Got Away is perhaps far and away the better version, the best version of that song. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a, there's a few that are like that. Much better it, live. Vienna yeah. is amazing live.
0: Not so great recorded. <laughs> By the way, for, for the, for, for the listeners, go ahead and check out the, uh, the, the cover of, uh, <laughs> of cold spring Harbor. <laughs> it's, it's Billy with like some sort of Freddie Prinze mustache. He's nice. like, got this like big, it, it, it's, he, he looks, Not he a looks very, yeah, he looks very Hispanic at the, on the, uh, on that anyway well phil thanks for playing our game thanks for thanks for uh for <laughs> pretty much breaking my brain on it <laughs> <laughs> you never know when we're gonna we're no- so you know if you're if, if you're possibly going to be a guest on our show you, you got to brush up on on the esoteric parts of uh your life you have to you have to you have to know you have to be nerdy, gotta a little be nerdy about it okay so we know what's part of this song is uh, we know what part of this show is now comes the part where we throw our heads back and laugh ready ready (laughs) dad jokes of the week (laughs) phil where's mike we've trained you on this (laughs) dad jokes of the week woo woo thank you I I wasn't you to do the woo. No, you're supposed to do the woo at Dad Jokes of the Week, not at segment three. Oh, I'm terrible. Yeah. You're the worst guest never we've ever had. <laughs> you're never being asked back. <laughs> anyway, so Phil, as the guest, have you prepared a dad joke
2: for I've, this week? I've
1: prepared a couple, and I'm gonna give you a little background on this too. My my seven-year-old uh has <laughs> sort of taken an interest in uh in in learning uh some jokes that he can tell people and and you know all, all the all the kid jokes—they're they're just kind of not edgy enough. So I kind of wanted to give him a few, a few that had a little bit of an edge to it—not not dirty jokes. You don't want him going to school, you know. It's you don't, you don't want to make li- a yourself. he
0: is he gonna is he gonna? T- did you teach him the lion of the monkey story? No, I haven't, him.
1: <laughs> I haven't taught him. I haven't that. But I, now I want to hear it.
0: <laughs> it's it's the intro to Eddie Murphy Raw. Or remember when it's like shush everybody, little Eddie has a joke. Don't you remember this? don't. You no, remember this? don't. And, and, and there's this scene where andy Murphy's like this little kid. They have this little kid. He's like, "I got a joke." And he's like, "There was a lion and a monkey, right?" I and the monkey remember. says to the lion, "I can make it rain." So he starts peeing, peeing on the lion, peeing. <laughs> and then, and then the monkey says, "I can make it. I can make it thunder." And he starts farting and pooping. <laughs> he's making all these noise. And and then and the lion says to the monkey, "I can make the stars come out." And he kicks him in the ding ding. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. <laughs> don't you remember that part
2: of any of I don't remember that. It's, it's been the, it's years this, since I've it's seen It's this
0: it. little cut scene in front of the when the before the movie starts. Little little lady, shush shush. Everybody, little he has a joke. Anyway, awesome. So you can teach him the lion and the monkey joke now.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look that up. Get it right. <laughs>
0: All right, let's hear it. What have you prepared for us?
1: All right, so here's a couple. One my dad used to tell me, or he told me when I was young. And, and maybe you guys, I'm terrible at jokes, so maybe you've heard this. That's so- okay. They're yeah. dad
0: jokes. I, here's the thing about dad jokes. I always say we discover dad jokes. No one invents them. You sort of just, mm. like, find them lying around. Right, right. Like, so even if you think you've come up with one, like, this is it. Because I always try to come up with one. Mm-hmm. Um. I know for a fact. You're the four
1: millionth person to come up with exactly. that same one, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So go for it. So what's the last thing to go through a bee's mind when he hits a windshield? <laughs> I know this one. His butt.
2: His butt. <laughs> so my like... seven-year-old
1: thinks that's hilarious
0: because he gets to say butt. Oh, because he gets to say butt. Absolutely. You should have taught it to him where he says asshole.
1: Uh, yeah. I uh, I uh, I <laughs> cleaned, cleaned it up a little bit.
0: I don't. I you know. I don't want people. Uh, Knowing you don't want me him for sent the wrong home. reasons or school. You don't school. want him sent home from school. This is important. This is important <laughs> that like you don't get called to the school with the principal like yells at you. Like yeah. Your son's telling this joke.
1: So you've probably heard this one too, but what's the difference between beer nuts and deer nuts? You've not heard this? No. Beer nuts are $1.99. Deer nuts are under a buck. <laughs> God. <laughs> that's terrible. A little bit of an edge to it, you know.
0: Is he going to tell that joke? Yeah, your yeah. seven-year-old's going to oh, tell the nuts. joke about
1: deer nuts. nuts? I mean, nuts. D's nuts. That D's nut. I didn't say D's nuts <laughs> I wanted to, but
0: you're you're really your seven-year-old's going to tell a deer nut story, yep. a deer nuts joke. I'm I'm okay with it. All right, I'm he's okay going to tell it. a butt. He's going to tell a butthole joke and a and a deer nuts joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Butts and deer nuts. <laughs>
0: okay. okay, just like my grandma used to say, everybody loves dick and fart jokes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, no question. All right, here's my joke for the week. Um, some people are saying that if Steve Jobs was alive, he would have been a much better president than Trump. But mm-hmm. that's really comparing apples and oranges. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Political, I like that. political jokes on the two on three podcast. All right, here we go. Overtime.
2: Overtime. Over time.
0: Now, uh, overtime. We have a drop that's like overtime. I think it's actually recorded by Optimus Prime. It's pretty oh, sweet. Oh, nice. Peter Cullen there. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's really cool though. <laughs> anyway, um, so I just wanted to touch on passing just music on to your kids
2: because
0: hmm? I think you know we both have kids. You've got younger kids than my kids, but I think music's always been kind of an important part of my life. I've always enjoyed it so much that. Just, just being, just being, just having it around. Like, hopefully, you just it sticks to your kids. Right now, so, so your kids, they're, they have, they have a little bit of a musical inclination, right? I think a little bit. I think so. I think so.
1: Yeah, I've got. Uh... I've got my, my oldest, my seven year old, on the uh, on the drums. We uh, I'm starting him out with sort of the same like ridiculously uh, expensive equipment uh, <laughs> tendency that his dad and bandmates have as well. Uh, by the way,
0: I played. By the way, I played this electronic kit when I went down there, and it's really <laughs> stupid nice. I'm like, what is like? Why does a seven year old have like a better e kit than I have? It's ridiculous. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, so yeah, drums and uh, recently I was starting to teach him a little bit of piano. Uh-huh. Uh, and my youngest, I think my youngest, my four year old has really good pitch because he he kind of sings along and he matches pitch better than my my uh, my seven year old does. So it'll be mm-hmm. interesting to watch that as they get older.
0: Yeah, you know it's funny. So my my daughter, um, she's she's very she's a good practicer. You know what mm. I mean? She was, she was very good at like when she was, so when she played the piano, she was a good, I always said she was a good typist. Mm. You know what I mean? That's She's a good really good type. It. She's a really good typist. Yeah. My son actually, I think, feels the music. Yeah. So I caught him the other day. Actually, he was playing <laughs> Singing in the Rain and he was playing and singing at the same time. And I'd never seen him do this before. On piano. On piano. Nice. So he's 10. Yeah. But he was practicing because he has to go to, he has to play this piano recital at this old folks' home. <laughs> Which is How is you like get that gig? I don't <laughs> his his uh, his piano teacher does this a few time a couple times a year, where they where they well they she'll take That's a handful cool. of students to an old folks' home for a little performance, you know, for the olds. Yeah, they love to see little kids play the piano. Who doesn't? So yeah, and uh, yeah, well, you go to enough of these recitals, you'll you know, I <laughs> I I might have to be ninety before I start enjoying them again. But wow, um, sense. but the uh, but he was playing. I was like. So I hear him practicing singing. Then like, all of a sudden, it's like he's singing. I was like, and playing at the same time. So yes. I, I kind of peeked around. I actually took a little video of him doing it. And I was like, well, this is new and fun. So you know, again, I hope he. Uh, I think he enjoys it. I think enjoyment is really where it sort of starts. You know, I think they have to yeah. kind of enjoy it. Um, yeah, my my dad had a
1: theory that that it all it all starts with, with rhythm. Uh, and so that's kind of why we started my oldest out with drums uh, mm-hmm. That if you can sort of, that's where you start to feel it first Yeah. Um, and it's such a good skill to have no matter what else you play A lot of people say piano, oh learn piano because everything else will be easy I don't think that's true, I disagree with that I learned piano first uh, In some ways I felt like it held me back on guitar uh-huh. um, But rhythm is universal Like if you can get to a point where you can feel that rhythm and act it out I think that's that's so key um so we're kind of taking that approach but you know the youngest he's uh he's he's definitely he's singing melodies and and they they sort of make sense you know it's not just random notes all over the place it's mm-hmm. uh so it's interesting it's interesting to watch
0: yeah i think uh you know we did the piano lesson thing and mm-hmm. i think the i think it i think it was helpful i think there's you know there's all this theory stuff and all these other things and just being just the simple act of preparing every week to go. And again, I'm, I'm not a great, you know, my wife is a much more, she's much better at pushing them to practice than I would be disciplined, disciplined. But the, uh, I think that, that, I think that for me, it, it comes down to getting them prepared to perform. So, you know, there's always that theory, like you practice as much as you can. And then you just, then the best, musicians press performers they just forget everything they forget right. all the practice and just play like hopefully you've practiced it enough to where at some point you can sort of get past the technique right and i think that that what's funny is that i think singing while you play is maybe sort of the first sign that you're you're getting past the technique right i think that that's a just yeah and uh and i used to think that was those people always say when you know after we play or you know when i played with when we play covers where I get to sing or I play with my old high school buddies, the basements, by the way, we might have a 2020 show coming. Oh, nice. The, uh, Chris the, is a great
1: sh- singer, by the way. I just have to throw that out there. Thank you. If you ever get it, if you ever get a chance to see him sing covers or whatever. Yeah. Fantastic singer.
0: Rock some karaoke. The, um, but the, but singing and playing at the same time, people are always like, I, I don't understand how you do it. And I was like, I don't know. Just, you just start, you just do it. Right You know what I mean And it's a You sort of have to unlock Part of your Which is You know Something you have to do as well as singing and playing But Yeah know, Yeah They're, they're
1: definitely uh, You know There's some things That you'll you'll find too Are just really difficult To sing and play At the same time Even You know Even if you can do Effortlessly One at a time mm-hmm. uh, Just marrying the two together And that typically Comes down In my experience To rhythm It's just hard to You know Match up the rhythm Of what you're singing To the rhythm Of what you're playing um, yeah you know, kind of bringing it back to that, but
0: um, you don't have yeah, to be like a Getty Lee or a James Hetfield, right, <laughs> <laughs> which is why don't I play this impossible like this completely yeah. impossible thing? I'm while I to play the
1: guitar in seven eight and then I'm gonna sing a you know a six eight over it
0: right that's like's just it'll, beyond, it'll meet beyond... up
1: in like eight measures it's fine
0: <laughs> I'll get there, yeah, <laughs> don't worry, I'm good enough, but yes, yeah, so that's the uh yeah, I think that's the that's the part where you're always trying to encourage them to practice. Like that's the hard part. You're encouraging them to practice, and you don't want to make it rote, and you want to make it fun. And I have trouble myself trying to you know because when you get into like more classical things, like what my kids play, like my daughter plays the the bassoon, she's very good at it, but it's not it's not very rock. <laughs> you know, you if, can't just... <laughs> if
1: left to her own devices, would she pick up the bassoon and? I wonder
0: I think you know I don't know that's the thing I think they're you know you as parents we make choices for them right we've made we you know we want them to play music so my youngest he just started fifth grade band and uh he chose the trombone (laughs) and he's had it for a couple of weeks and the other day he was playing they hot cross buns I believe is the uh the, the the first thing they're playing so and two weeks later he can play it like half decent Nice. Which I was I was amazed by because their first week's assignment was just make noise like make the horn make right. noise and you know you can slide you know you could do the slider <laughs> <laughs> so I need I needed to like I needed to come over here for a dad joke so he can go so he give me oh, that great you should totally s- record that I'm gonna no I'm gonna have him just do it live there it is <laughs> next time I record I'll bring him in here and he'll just sad trombone every. <laughs>
1: Womp, <laughs> Every <womp>.
0: joke, <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I guess you make choices for them, right? They they both went. They yeah. they both did piano lessons. Uh, my daughter got too busy to stay with piano lessons, but you know she continues on with music. Um, are you considering piano lessons, or is that something that's sort of?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of giving them <clears throat> the choice of where to go. From you know, drums sort of the gateway drug, and then do you want to go? You know, guitar or piano. And those are, that's kind of the world right now. Unless yeah. one of them comes and says, I want to play the bassoon or the, the trombone, I'm going to throw rock instruments in their hands uh, and just see what happens. <laughs> and we've got, you know, I mean, there's, there's amps and guitars all around the house. And I mean, you I know. have the
0: same thing. I have the same thing. It's just like, here's some <laughs> drums. There's a guitar out there. There's a yeah. bass out there. Just, there's a piano out there. Just go nuts. Play whatever you want.
1: Yep. I, you know, I want to see them get to the point where <clears throat> they can sit down with a song that they like. Uh, and feel it, you know, Mm -hmm. I I don't care what the instrument is, but just get lost in it a little bit. Because I think once you realize that it's a language, it's, you know, it's more than just typing it's, you know, expression. I think once you feel that for the first time, you'll get it. You'll either like it or you won't like that. You know?
0: Yeah. You'll either connect with it or you won't.
1: Right. Right. So I yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing that. So my yeah, my oldest uh I think he wants to learn guitar. Mm-hmm. And my youngest, he keeps going over to the piano. So we'll we'll see.
0: I would, you know, I guess I would probably Here's a nickel's worth of free advice. Um the I would say piano lessons because I think it's a theory thing and everybody loves... and every you know, everybody when they get older says two things. I wish I had learned to play golf. I wish I'd learned to play the piano. Mm. Like everybody says that all older people, it's like, "Oh, they see somebody playing the piano. It's like oh, I wish I had stuck with my piano lessons or learned or whatever. Right, right. And then you know they say, "Oh gosh, I wish I would have started golf when I was you know ten years old, not when I was forty years old. Um, for me, I just think that I just think guitar is something that if you were taught four chords in the truth, <laughs> like you might figure out the rest of it. Like I think that I mean, I think that piano maybe from a from a sort of a discipline and theory structure and like the notes are all laid out and you learn, you know, mm-hmm. you know all the intervals and all this other stuff, all this theory stuff. I think it's maybe best taught in a piano setting, sure. and then just say, "Hey, here's a guitar. Here's G, C, D, E minor, A minor. Uh, that that'll play you pretty much every song." <laughs> yep yeah and then you can just learn and then you can just learn the rest you can just learn the rest as you go and yeah I think
1: that's true i it, you know the the thing I found was it it depends on what I think they're into what they like to listen to um mm-hmm. what where they tend to gravitate for me i i started out in piano and then much much later like way late picked up i mean not probably a year before we or maybe a year and a half before we started playing together like i mm-hmm. i'd never hardly played guitar before that. And I found that having played piano so long, you spend, you know, you focus on the melody uh, on the right hand, the upper part, right? That's typically what's, mm-hmm. what's driving it. And then you switch over to guitar, and so much about it, uh, of it is about your left hand, right? That's the one right. you have right dexterity hand, you, yes.
2: for.
0: Your right hand becomes the rhythm part and the left yeah. hand does all the detail work. So I was like,
1: crap, I got all I mean, I can finger pick like nobody's business, right? On the <laughs> with the right hand, because I've got crazy piano speed, but the- my left yeah. hand was just I Dead. mean like yeah. <laughs> like four a club. broken fingers. Just <laughs> terrible.
0: That's interesting. I mean I mean, yeah, I mean you could I just I personally sort of. Wish, I wasn't. I don't think I was even offered piano lessons when I was a kid. It was one of those deals where you were the like youngest, I was, right? Yeah, I was the youngest of three, so they were just yeah, done by, by like, you. Forget it. Yeah, it's like here's it's a piano. It. If you want to learn to play, just sit down. And I would just learn to play. You know, you learn to play like that little deal. where It's like I learned to play. You know, you play the octave with the left hand, and you play with the and you play like the whole chords with the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just learned to play like that. Yeah.
2: It's just one of those hey, I mean
1: deals. that's the piano equivalent of uh, GCD, right? On on guitar, which is how I play the guitar, right? So <laughs> I mean you're consistent. I consistently,
0: I'm consistently basic. That's with right. Everything that's else right. but the drum kit. Hey, so how
1: far did it get? Tom Petty, John Mellencamp, those guys wrote amazing songs out of like three chords.
0: Yeah, like I said, four chords in the truth, baby. Four chords in the truth. All right, Phil, thank you so much for joining me. It's uh, I enjoy talking to you. Why don't we talk more often? Seriously,
1: let's do this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is great. why don't we just call each other on the phone like every i don't know a couple of years and yeah, just like talk yeah, yeah we
1: play, we'll play a show why why are we not playing a show for your 50th that's what i I
0: know i just too lazy to pull it together really to be honest with you but uh yeah we should have of course we should have but i'm just low-key in it i'm low-key in it this week so this, anyway. this is
1: where we need the trombone
2: Anyway, I'll wake him
0: up I'll wake him up And get him down here Hey get your ass out of bed And get that trombone out <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they, He was outside The other day with it I was like What the hell are you doing <laughs> He's like Marching around in the driveway With this trombone I'm like
1: Dude Can you imagine Being the neighbor too You're like Is, is that a no? Is that a trombone
0: (laughs) down the street is that a kid with a trombone just (laughs) marching around the driveway like what the hell is going on at the villas in your house stupids anyway all right thank you so much phil and thank you everybody for um joining us and uh, we hope that uh, we entertain you and we hope that we help you live a more examined life so you can join us next week and ty will be back but until then Until next time, Phil, peace!